I'm just sitting on your front porch Wondering how could I be so far from my home And my mind is somewhere else But when I find it I'll patch up where it's been blown Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones Episode 141 But it's gonna take Into the Woods Podcast A little time I'm your host, Ryan Woods For me to set that parking brake And let myself unwind Shine that light on me Tell you my stories Shine on me And I will find a song I will sing Welcome. How are you? Into the Woods Podcast, episode 141. Can you believe we're here? Does it even matter what episode it is? No. No, it doesn't. Does it even matter? Could it be any episode? It could be episode 35. I could just restart. Nothing matters. I could just re... I could pick a new episode number every week. I could throw out its episode 174. What the fuck difference would it make? What difference would it make? Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Um, How was your week, man? Let's talk about our weeks, huh? Let's spend our 30 minutes together. Let's enjoy our weeks, man. I had a good week, huh? Did you guys have a good week? Did you support any new causes? Because I was on my way home to do this podcast and I saw and I'll tell you I saw I'll tell you what I saw a license plate that said support our nurses or support support nursing and I thought to myself how many fucking causes can there be there's too many causes to support I only have so much support in my heart you can't ask me to support everything I need free time man you know I want to get drunk I want to do stuff you know what I mean? I want to party. I can't be supporting shit all the time. So we need to cut it down to maybe three or four things is probably the sweet spot of causes to support because I can't I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this. And I, and I respectfully, respectfully, I can't go any further with this. I'm done supporting everything. I see everything online. Every day there's something fucking new and I, I can't do it. I want to support everything, but there's too much. There's too much support being given out. Where's the support for just normal white dudes? Huh? When do I get a light? When do I get to be on a license plate? Support our local podcasters. When is that coming? And I'll, I, you know what? I'll bet you never. I bet you it never comes. Um, you know who else never comes? My wife. Uh, anyways, what's going on, everybody? How was your week? Uh, I had a pretty good week. I went to the, uh, now that I definitely pissed some people off with that one, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And if you've never been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's what we're known for here in Cleveland. I know Clevelanders, you know, they get pretty upset when everything is, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame themed, see any logo here in the city. But I did go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'll tell you what, I'm a sucker for that kind of shit, dude. I love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I will go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame whenever. It's probably good to go every one. It's probably a once a year trip because, you know, it's a museum. And they can only have so much shit going on at once. Like if I went back next week, it would be the same shit. So 
it's probably good that I only go like once a couple every couple years. I hadn't been in like three and a half years. So it's probably good I only went a couple times, you know, in my life. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is cool shit, dude. You know, you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you see the history of music, and I bored Dana to death. And I'll tell you what, I, I'll tell you, I am going to be honest with you that I probably looked like the, it finally, I think my life finally made sense for a couple moments. And I'll explain why. Because I remember at Thanksgiving, it was the day before Black Friday, naturally, and when we had to go out and shop till we drop, and we, I remember sitting at Thanksgiving dinner and just being like, dude, do you guys know what's going to happen tomorrow? Seven and a half hours of, of Beatles footage, unreleased, coming out. And I'm like, my third Christmas ale in, just like, dude, you guys don't even know. And I'm just putting down another one. I'm like, guys, I spent 30 minutes on this tangent, shocker, that nobody was listening to me when I was talking. And I just go, guys, 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 unreleased Beatles footage is coming out tomorrow. We, you guys have to, are you guys taking the day off work? What's you guys' plan? You guys, I'm sitting at home all day. What are you guys going to do? And they're like, dude, we don't give a fuck about the fucking Beatles, all right? And I'm like, all right, man, whatever. So I stayed home and I watched that shit and I loved it. And I loved that shit. And so I had been on a four-year odyssey, about four years, where I just became, like, I'll tell you something, guys and gals. When I like something, dude, I get into shit. I'm not a half, I'm not a half in like, oh, no, that's a big deal. I don't have an opinion on that. If I like something, I'm into that. I get into that shit, dude. I'm all in. I'm in that. Like if I, like now I'm into F1 racing, I'm fucking all in. I'm reading all the articles about F1 racing. I'm reading any bit of information I can get. I'm, I'm eating it up. Oh, what's that? I'm eating it up. Is that gross? Like a little squirrel. Like a little chipmunk. Put it all in my mouth. My fat little cheeks. I'm just eating that shit up. So when I got into music and the Beatles, for example, I got into that shit. So I've been on this odyssey to find like the like seeing the whole rooftop concert was an insane revelation because there's only been bits and pieces. You know what I mean? I've been on this odyssey to find like the full rooftop concert. And there it was on that. Let it be film. And then there I am in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, standing like a toddler, just face-to-face with the drum set that Ringo Starr played on the roof, the the guitar that John Lennon's playing throughout the whole thing, and that he played since 1965, and it says, property of Yoko Ono Lennon, and there I am, two feet away, or less, probably like a, probably like six inches, which is big, bigger than, you know, some things, and I'm standing there, six inches or less, depending on your unit of measure, away from this guitar that was played by John Lennon. And I'm now faced with a t-shirt that was worn by Paul McCartney in the, in the, in the movie. And then I'm faced with the guitar that's all painted up, like all psychedelic style from George Harrison. You can look it up. It's all painted all. And he probably played, um, you know, on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, these very important monumental things. And I'm standing there like, having this moment of just like that moment on Thanksgiving when everybody was just like, shut the fuck up. You loser about this shit. Nobody cares about the Beatles and their shit, dude. You fucking loser. They're overrated. And anybody that tells you the Beatles are overrated is a stupid person, right? They're a dumbass. So you can't continue a conversation with that person. They're just an idiot. And so, and you can't help those people, you know? And 
So I'm standing there face to face with these things like drooling and I'm surrounded by other people who are also like oogling over these things. And you're just almost, I'm like in a trance, like walking through, seeing the red jacket that Ringo's wearing, seeing all these in that show, like the real red jacket. And you're seeing these like artifacts that I've been on the hunt for this stuff my whole life. You know, I, I even went into, like, I'll tell you when I get into stuff, I went into the local record store that's next to the gym I work out at. It tells you about the gym I work out at. And I would go in there with this, like, uh, boyhood dream of walking in there and being like, I found a bootleg album. You know, I found all these muddy, I wanted to find all these muddy recordings of the Beatles. Like, I was going to be some, you know, it's going like, to read in the books. Like, I was going to be that guy that found the fucking Beatles bootleg that nobody else was interested in at the fucking record store that I'd been in one time. I had this like romantic idea of what my life was going to be and it's clearly not worked out. So I'm, I'm walking through, I'm just starstruck at all this stuff. It's like crazy to say, cause I know a lot of you are giggling to yourselves like little schoolgirls, but like I'm, I'm starstruck by objects. I'm just standing there like this is that guitar. And then you're, you're seeing a guitar that John Lennon played that had a set list taped to it that he taped when he was playing with the Beatles. And it's like, this stuff is insane. Like it's real. And you're just, and it's crazy too, because everything in there, and then you're standing, and we're, and the craziest part was, and this is this is where it gets kind of crazy for me. Is I'm standing, there's this a uh, piano that is from the from Jane Asher's house. If you're unaware who Jane Asher is, I don't blame you, but I know who that is because Paul McCartney dated Jane Asher in the early 1960s. Jane Asher obviously related to, related to Peter and Gordon of of England music fame. And a lot of you didn't know that, you fucking goofballs. Yeah, yeah, who's a nerd now, you fucking losers? Anyways, I um, am standing where John Lennon and, and B, uh, Paul McCartney would have sat, and it says they wrote, I want to hold your hand at this piano together. Like There's this little excerpt in Jane Asher's basement, and I had made the joke to Jane Dana. I said, if there was a piano at your house or any of my previous one girlfriend's house, I would have never played anything on it. I would have walked up to it and poked a couple keys. And that would have been it. I would have just been like, beep, 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 beep. But these fucking people are standing there like writing a fucking massive hit. And here I am just like, wow, starstruck at an object. And then there's the one that wrote Star Strawberry Fields Forever. Heard of it? Nerds? You know what I mean? You could talk all you want, but like this shit happened. And I'm standing there and then we're walking out. I'm like, I'm like reading this uh, fake Apple Corpse replica door. Apple Corpse at 3 Savile Row in London, if you didn't know, was an Abercrombie and Kids store. Abercrombie and Fitch Kids store until the pandemic happened. So some things worked out. Um, but I was standing there and this old man walks up to me and he goes, he stops me and he's got like a lanyard on and he works for the Rock Hall. He goes, hey, let me tell you a story. Are you a big Beatles fan? Let me tell you a story. I'm like, yeah, I'm a big, big Beatles fan, I think. And he goes, okay, uh, you know, back in the 60s when the Beatles were coming over, he just breaks into story. And I'm just like, all right, I'll fucking listen because, you know, I got nothing else going on. And <laughs> I'm a captive audience at this point. You know, we've all been there. And he goes, you know, he starts going into this story about, you know, rock and roll, about how, you know, how rock and roll had taken off here in the States with Beatlemania, how... Uh, the Beatles had taken off here in the States and how everything was Beatles labeled, right? You could buy anything. It's kind of like now, I'd, I hate to compare it, but like Justin Bieber was on every notebook when I was in middle school. So it's kind of like that. And he breaks into this story about how in the 60s, everything was Beatles branded, right? So everybody wanted in on the, on the craze. So there was, this, there was this ice cream shop in New Jersey 
who said, hey, if you turn in two of these rappers, and he, and he shows me a picture of the rapper, he pulls it up. If you show me two of these, if you give us two of these rappers, we'll give you a Beatles coin. The Beatles found out about this, and they said, you have to stop that. We're not going to sue you, but you have to stop that. So all these coins go into um, a warehouse in New Jersey, and then that warehouse shuts down in the mid-'80s, and these coins come into possession of Yoko Ono. Heard of her? And she goes, and she then holds on to them, puts them in her vault, which is a funny way in music when everybody's like, you know, like Prince has a vault, Taylor Swift has a vault. Like all these people have vaults, and it's really just probably like a storage unit. And <laughs> and so they, it was in the vault. And he goes, yeah, so then when the Rock Hall opens, she's there for the ribbon-cutting ceremony. She gives the Rock Hall these coins, these bootleg coins uh, from the New Jersey ice cream shop. And she says, give these away to big Beatles fans to the rock hall. And the rock hall is like, okay, whatever. And they put them away, like fuck these coins. And, and they put them away. And then in 2000, like, what are we going to do with these coins? And in 2000, they try to give away these coins for memberships and it doesn't work out. Nobody, if you get a membership, you get a coin. Nobody wanted a membership. These coins failed to generate any interest. So now with this Beatles get back thing, he's like, we have all these coins and we're going to give them away to big Beatles fans. So I saw you wearing the shirt. So here's a coin. So now if you can hear, I have a, a wrapped bootleg Beatles coin, which I'm showing the phone camera. This is a wrapped Beatles bootleg coin from 1964. And it says John, Paul, George, and Ringo. And I'm going to tell you what. It says to commemorate the Beatles in the USA coming to America. And I am going to cherish this coin for my whole life. This is my number one possession now. That old man has no idea the effect he had on me and that this coin like this is a bootleg Beatles coin that was once in the possession of Yoko Ono I will I'll be an old man probably in 2064 sitting there telling my chill how old will I be in 2064 quick math what 40 years from now I'll be 62 I'll be 66 years old I'll probably be dead but I'll be 66 and I'll be sitting there like hey you guys know that back in the day, I had this Beatles coin. And they'll be like, this motherfucker won't shut up about the fucking Beatles coin. And my kids won't want to come over anymore. Because they'll be like, all he does is talk about that fucking coin. I'll be at every gathering from now on. Like, Easter's coming up, and I'm going to go to Easter. And somebody's going to be like, yeah, you know, the world should really come together. I'll be like, oh, come together is a Beatles song. You guys heard about the Beatles? Yeah, I have this coin, and I'll just break into that story. I'm going to tell that story the rest of my life. You know, we can work this out. I'll be at work and everyone will be like, hey, we can work this out. Like, we can work it out. It's a Beatles song. You know, not to bring up the Beatles or anything, even though you did. Uh, I have this coin. I have this coin that I'm going to guard with my life. <laughs> that old man has no idea what this coin does for me because it's like the shit I was after. That's why I was drooling over those instruments. And it's also crazy that, like, there's a guitar, right? Like, there was a Jimi Hendrix guitar there. And it, it's so crazy to think about because that Jimi Hendrix guitar has significance because in that guy's hands, it's this fucking, you know, musical tool of fucking great, some of the greatest guitar playing of all time, if not the greatest. And I'm like sitting there and I tell Dana, like if I had that guitar, I would look like an idiot and nobody would know why I spent a lot of money on that guitar. And then we got upstairs and there's so many levels at the, at the rock hall. We get to this one area where there's like Kurt Cobain and he's destroying a, uh, guitar with a drill and they had the drill in the guitar which is insane and um because it's just so crazy that you're that close to something that seems so far away and then dana we walk up there and it's so crazy after i just got done boring dana to death with 
uh, these stories. And I'm like, you know why this is important? This is important because blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like rambling on. And she goes, we walk upstairs and then there's all these like, it's, it's funny to say that Taylor Swift is a legend. It's funny. And I know a lot of you going to giggle, but like Taylor Swift and I, you know, not to make this about me, but like Taylor Swift's rise to fame has coincided with my rise of growing up. So it's crazy to think that like Taylor Swift is a living legend, but like she had this whole little section of her own stuff where like this cardigan that Dane Ed showed me a music video of. And it's, it's crazy to think we're literally a foot away from these important, you know, pieces of his, of music history. It's funny to think like there's written music that is there and there's like all these crazy artifacts that you just never thought like John Lennon's glasses. It's so crazy to think like he wore these fucking glasses. It's his property of Yoko Ono. It's such a crazy, crazy thing. And I know a lot of you don't give a fuck, but I'm the only one into this shit. But, you know, that's what I've been up to, dude. That's what I did this weekend. Now I have this fucking coin that I'm going to cherish forever. I have this bootleg Beatles coin that was once owned by Yoko Ono. It was once in the possession of Yoko Ono's vault. And it's sealed and the wrapper is dirty and old and, and decrepit. And it's probably going to disintegrate someday, but I have this coin and I will never let it go out of my sight. It's my most prized possession. And my voice is going. Why is my voice going? Pause. Let me get some. Let me get some water. Okay, I'm back. And I and also last thing, I can't believe I forgot this, but there was a uh, on like the third floor of the Rock Hall, they had this place called the Garage, and there was just these instruments, right? And you could just like play them. Normal people were just like picking up guitars, and there was like this kid in like the drum studio, and he's just banging away playing like actual fucking beats. And then there's this one guy just like literally ripping riffs off on a, an electric guitar. And there's these people sitting around playing like the, the acoustic guitar. And then there's this band playing. And these people were like, they sounded so good. And I thought they were just like strangers that had met up and been like, hey, what do you play? Keyboard? All right, sit down. And what do you play? Drums? All right, come over here and bang on the drums. What do you sing and then sing and then I'll play bass and blah, blah, blah. I was like, holy fuck, are these people playing? I was literally in, I was in shock. I was like, I can't believe these people are just like here just playing. I, I was out of embarrassment. I was going to pick up. I honestly came so close to, okay, full disclosure. I came so close to sitting down at the piano, but I was like, fuck, I don't want to embarrass myself. Fuck, I'm going to be so embarrassed. And uh, so I didn't sit down, but I did look up ukulele. So I might buy a ukulele because that feels a little bit less embarrassing, but maybe it's more embarrassing. I don't know. You tell me. Um <laughs> And, but I was, and then Dana's like, oh no, they reserve time. And I was like, holy fuck, you just blew my mind. I was like, I thought these people just all showed up. Like if I would have, if she would have never said that, I would have left there being like, these people, these nomadic fucking musicians who have more talent than I could ever dream, just showed up and started playing instruments at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What the, but talk about the balls on you. Jesus criminy. So, yes, yeah, what's going on with me, dude? What's going on with you guys? Anything good? Anything fun? Jesus. Anything else going on? Yeah, that, that was my weekend. Oh, and I also spent my week last week, I don't know if you know this, talking about scummy people. Um, I'm a scumbag on the internet. Um, I go on Twitter and I make a mess. Because I don't think people know me. They don't know what I'm about. Like, that's the best part. It's like people argue sports online. I don't know if you guys know that. So people like to argue sports online and I'll go on there and I'll just make a mess of a Twitter thread. I'll see people say something and I'll just respond. Cause I don't get, there's no, like I have no feeling about it at all. I act like it's not even happening. I'm just like, Oh yeah, fuck that. That's bullshit. 
I'll just throw, I'll drop a bomb. Like I'm in an argument right now. I keep getting my phone blown up. I said that there's value or something in a trade. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just saying shit. I started making an analogy about old couches compared to football players. And I called Deshaun Watson a rapist or something. Like he can't keep his dick in his pants. I don't know how many times. So by the way, last week I, I got on and, and I have a new enemy. I still have all the enemies in the um, enemies. Thought I said it wrong. Uh, in the local media, local radio scene. They're not even the media. They're just radio hacks. Because I was on a Twitter space. And if you don't know what those are, it's basically just like a public forum where somebody gets on a, a tree stump talks and then someone else de- debunks them. But these Twitter spaces are Browns related. So if you're not into the Browns, don't join them. They're just fucking jerk off fest. We're like, dude, maybe we could get this guy. And that's all they talk about. And so it's just become this Baker bashing, right? Where nobody likes Baker Mayfield anymore, which is fine. I get it. He didn't play very well. I get it. It's probably time to move on. Whatever. Whatever. You know, he wore out his welcome. It happens. And um, wish him all the best. I have no ill will. But some people, such as Aaron Goldhammer and, and this character named Chops, you know what I mean? Uh, if you don't know who Chops is, I don't blame you. Uh, I joined his Twitter space on Tuesday night. He lets me in after he... This is pre-Deshaun Watson. And when Deshaun Watson and we were meeting with Deshaun and all this bullshit about it, they did extensive work except talk to the women who were... You know, whatever, whatever. Um, I join in and I go, "Hey, man!" Uh, I basically shit on them and I get I get booted because I'm fucking I'm dunking on them and whatever. But then, like, there's one radio hack. Aaron Goldhammer was laughing about this tweet. They were all hacking up. Like, he tweeted something that, and they're literally on Twitter. So you can't make fun of somebody for being on just because they have a different stature in life. Like, they can also use their phone. Hasn't Kevin Durant taught us anything? That motherfucker's on Twitter all the time. What's it matter? But this guy tweeted out, like, how unprofessional to put out a tweet. And I'm just like, well, what's more unprofessional? Put your dick out when somebody's trying to give you a massage? Because I've been to work a lot in my life. I don't know if you guys know that. I work. Uh, my dick has never been out at work. If it's not in a bathroom, dick's in my pants. I know some people might have problems with that. You know what I mean? But Deshaun Watson, dick dick out. Me, dick in. And You know, listen... I don't want anybody. I, I, I enter every encounter I have with women and or men. Um, there's a bird and I hear it in my ears and it's pissing me off. Um, I enter every encounter in my life. Like how long can I keep this person from seeing my dick? And they might never even like they, the thought probably never crosses their mind that they're going to see my dick, but I'm just like, I want to keep them from seeing my dick forever. They, they should never see it. That's how unimpressive mine is. So maybe I lack confidence or I'm real or I'm also a good person. Those are three options. I, I don't know. I try to keep my dick away from people's eyes. The less time people spend looking at my dick, the more time they spend talking to me. Fact. That's a fact. Um, but yeah, I have new enemies. So if you see those people online, you know, people, because I know there's somebody on the other line. What I think gets me going about Twitter arguments is I know... I, I, my blood pressure doesn't go up. Maybe there's a little bit of an adrenaline rush for arguing with people online. Perhaps, you know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm not guilty in that way, but I like to just think that the other guy is like shaking, tweeting something so angry because I just go wrong. Like sometimes I'll just send back wrong. Nah, that's not how it went down. I just say that. I have no idea. I just like fucking shit up. You know, being shitty is part of my fucking, part of my fucking life. So that's good. What else did I have this week, dude? Oh, I did see Carmel. I was at a bowling alley for some god-awful reason. 
and I was at a bowling alley, and I saw um, this fucking bird. Dude, if I could kill a bird, I would. I don't even know where it is. You guys hear that motherfucker? He's He, he wants to join in. And there's a fucking car alarm going off. I'm in a basement. What is happening? This thing's off the fucking rails. But I was at a bowling alley and I saw that they had a, a picture of what was a Moscow mule. And remember we talked about if you order a Moscow mule, the bartender's going to kick your ass. You fucking, you fucking communist. It literally said caramel apple mule. Because they can't call it Moscow mule anymore. I swear to God. It's, it's dead. Can you even order like a white Russian anymore? These are two car alarms going off. I'm trying to be funny here. You know what I mean? I mean, that's already a fucking struggle enough. And with these fucking car alarms going off. God fucking bless it, you fucking... God damn it. <sighs> you know, my fucking blood pressure. I gotta cook dinner after this. You guys like cooking dinner? <laughs> I have nothing. I want to fucking struggle for this last five minutes. I have nothing left. I literally... I burned it. I don't even know what I wanted to talk about. I just want to talk about the Rock and Roll Fame. My fucking... Dude, is that bird getting closer? It's like a squeaky wheel. I'm going to kill myself. This is it for me. I'm going to have to kill myself. There's no fucking coming back from this. Oh, my God. All right, I think the bird's gone. Okay? I do have something else to talk about. We have five minutes left or so. Listen, isn't it funny how when something happens, such as a woman turns into a man, you know, and that's a big fucking topic in this country for a couple of weeks. And these people who care, who, who seemingly care about everything when it affects nobody. And we're talking about, there's a girl who became a guy or a guy that became a girl. I don't fucking know. You know why? Because I don't fucking care. Right? There's so many, we already talked about it earlier. There's so many causes to support. Am I supposed to give a shit about swimming as a sport? I don't give a fuck about swimming. You know, and you can tell me, oh, Ryan, she's a guy that turned into a girl, and so she's better at swimming. Hey, man, I don't give a fuck, all right? Let people swim. Let the people swim, guy or girl, who cares? Do you really care about swimming? And I'm going to I'm gonna answer this. No, you don't care about swimming. You just wanted to share something on the internet, huh? That nobody gives a fuck about. This is what I mean. There's too much shit going on. I don't give a fuck. So one minute, the craziest part about the internet is I can go from seeing a, a TikTok video about like fucking beans and I'm, I laugh because I'm just an idiot. I'll see a, I'm a dumb idiot. And if that doesn't explain my fucking level of intelligence by saying dumb idiot, I don't know what's going to. But there's L Leah Andrea. Is that her fucking name? I don't, does it matter? His name, her name, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I'm not, like, I will not remember this story in 25 minutes. Email me about it if you give a fuck. I don't care. What does it matter? But you know what I do care about? F1 racing. Prancing horses back. I think I'm a Ferrari fan in F1. Dana and I have been so into this fucking F1 show on, on Netflix, Drive to Survive. I'm all in on it. I couldn't be more into F1. I sat down and I watched the whole race on Sunday. And Charles Leclerc, 
Yeah, I said it fucking all. I said it like I knew what I was talking about. Shaw Leclerc and Carlos Sainz and Lewis Hamilton on the podium. Big crybaby. Max Verstappen. Where you at? Verstappen. Who cares? You lost. Crybaby. Max Verstappen, crybaby. Still cool. I wanted to root for Red Bull, but when I hear them bitching, the thing about F1 drivers is they complain like nobody else. You know what I mean? That's the thing about F1 drivers is they complain like nobody's fucking business. And I love it. I love it. I'm all in. I'm all into the new cars. I like that it's a new setup. I'm all in. Prancing horses back. I think I'm team Ferrari with my second favorite team being Alpine. And I said that correctly. It's not Alpine. It's Alpine. It's not like the speaker's Alpine. It's Alpine. Race car. Because Esteban Ocon, one of my favorite drivers. Why? I don't fucking know. Because I want him to be. Because I can do whatever I want. It doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't matter. I can do whatever I want. I can I can like whatever I please. F1 racing is back. F1 racing is so in. It, it is next level. There's, like, barely any passing. Here's the thing about F1. Cool right at the start. Like, it's, it's they, they start from a dead stop, and the start is everything. Qualifying, also everything. So, and I was watching that show and do that Toto Wolf character for Mercedes. Is a, so first of all, the Ferrari team boss looks the, like the most Italian motherfucker you're ever going to see in your life. He's got the most circular ass glasses. He's got a curly fro on his head and he talks like the most Italian motherfucker ever. And I love it. That's what makes him part of the Prancing Horse fam. You know what I mean? They've welcomed me aboard. This is the, this is a Ferrari podcast. Um, might even get a fucking hat. You know what I mean? Uh, why? Why not? I'll get a hat. What do, what do I? What do you care? What do you care, dude? I'll spend my fucking forty dollars however I want. I'll support prancing horse. And um, Charlotte Claire wins. Awesome. Um, the beginning of the race, awesome. And then there's like a little bit of a battle, but then there's like, you'll look up and it's like lap forty, and the the rear of the field is like a minute and a half behind. And that's almost, and that is insurmountable, barring some crazy set of circumstances that rarely happen. Max Verstappen, last year's winner, blew out his engine. Sergio Perez of Red Bull, last year's, you know, runner-up to the Constructor Championship, spun out on the last lap, giving Lewis Hamilton another podium. George Russell of Mercedes, he knows his role, finished fourth. Can't finish ahead of Lewis and Mercedes. Like, if I was racing for Mercedes, you can't pass Lewis. That's a fact. You know what I mean? George knows that. He's a young man. He's younger than me. That's what's probably the craziest part about this is all these. a lot of these guys are younger than I am. And that'll make you feel old. Nothing will make you feel old when, like, really successful people are really young. You know? Because I can't live with myself this way. So, yeah... That was it for the week, I think. Right? That's all I had to talk about. F1, back. They're going to Saudi Arabia. Cool. Talk about someplace with women's rights. You know what I mean? Shout out. Um, progressive. All right, I'm out of here. I got to cook dinner. What should I make? What should I make for dinner? Should I talk about my dinner? Nah. Because everyone will judge me. You know what I mean? Oh. Is that the music? Oh, would well, you look at that? That's the music. I'm out of here. Uh, enjoy your week. Have a good week. Peace out. Like, subscribe, rate, and review, whatever you got to do. See you. Follow me on all links below. Peace. See you next week.
Yeah. 